So I was just thinking the other day, Kevin, um, do you remember your friend Chris Kemp? Yes. Uh, he got a job at Kroger, and he stayed for like 20 minutes. 20 minutes. I picked him up. Yeah. I was like, didn't you just, and somebody is like, his dad got him that job, and I was like, didn't you just start here? He's like he was a like, sacker or something. He's like, yeah. well, never more so than when you're leaving after 20 <laughs> well, minutes. He didn't get sacked. He was just like, he this, just decided this, he didn't want to work? This is not for me. Um, I think that like it's a job in general, or a, like a job? I think both are true. Yeah, but that's... Was, I recall that guy. That was probably the case. Yeah, he was pre-slack. He was like he just he was like Proto nearly slack. nearly yeah. inert. I worked at Burger King for three days in high school. I had a. It was I not a, for me. I did. Yeah, I had a. I had a stint like that at Grandy's. I liked that yeah. place. I did too, was, but I didn't want to work there. Well, like, I can't blame you. Yeah. Anyway, I also was a plumber's apprentice for about a week. I think I remember something about that. Yeah, there's a little bit of, like, when I did a little... Did you get plumber's crack? I did not I get plumber's say, crack. Did, did, is that one of the things you learned when you apprentice? First yeah. indication that maybe this is not going to be the thing for me, other than the fact that it's a job as a plumber's apprentice. Uh, they send me out, and I get there, and they, and they ask me to go uh, get in a truck with this dude and go move cement from one place to another place, like like just big blocks of cement. And I was like... A, where the plum? Like there was no plumbing anywhere. Like it was just outside moving, <laughs> moving stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And the second thing is, like, I look over, and that guy's only got three fingers in one hand, and the ones that are missing are not in a row. And I don't remember what his name was. It's like Breezy or Fumbles or some shit. But the like, <laughs> like <laughs> those are like the alternate dwarfs. <laughs> Breezy Fumbles. Yeah. Those are, those are two that were on the cut, left on the cutting floor. Yeah, yeah. Disney was like, nah, I don't, <laughs> yeah. I don't know about those two. Anyway, but yeah, the the problem was is that the missing fingers were not in a row because I was like, well, you know, if they're together, it's just one. That's an accident. accident. Twice is a trend. So, all right, all right, all right, all right. Let's get let's get into this route. Let's let let's play some music. I'm Shane. Ryan. I'm Kevin. This is somebody likes it. <laughs> Boy, that was a, like a stroll down memory lane, like doing the cold open. It takes me back to the... Oh, when we just didn't talk about anything in particular. We just, like, just t- talking to about now. a story. Yeah. And, uh, Total yeah. jokes. Yeah, that was a little... I feel a little wistful now. Um, I don't know if you guys out there in... What, what is it? Internet land? You can't say radio land. It's the uh, internet... Uh, the internet? Wait, town? no. It's the information superhighway. Oh, okay. I don't know, but... Yes. I don't know if, if those of you out there in your cars on the information superhighway that are listening to this show... They're on two highways this show at once. brought to you by the year <laughs> oh, 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 1997. <laughs> uh, and notice, but um, we are one member short this week. Producer Mark is uh, in the UK... He is in Belfast as of this morning. At least that's what his photos seem to indicate. That's the, that's the UK visiting. Uh, well, yeah, that's true. Wife's family, but I was just getting more specific. I was Northern I was Ireland, razor sharp targeting. I see that. It's yeah. what this show is all about. We just try to get as close as we can. It's really, you know, if we could do a show called "Where's Mark," most of the time it'd be like, "Oh, he's right there." But now it's really interesting. It'd be so like we can a talk Waldo about it. Carmen San Diego kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. That's the idea, buddy. I, I did notice that uh, it didn't take him very long to acclimate. Like he posted that he was having a pint at what was 
uh, 8.25 this morning. Was he at the the public house having a pint with his mates? uh, Probably, no doubt. (laughs) That's sort of of like the, it's sort of the opposite of when somebody comes back, you know, they go to England for a summer, study abroad, and then it takes them like six months to shake the accent. Sort mm-hmm. of like it's like reverse engineering. Like well, when going he, he used to, when he lived over there, you know, his wife is um, is Northern Irish, and so when he lived over there, there he was there for about a half dozen years. And I think we've talked about it on the show before, but is when that he they met, um, no, they met in Dallas, of course. Oh, <laughs> that sounds <laughs> as, about right. As one does. Wait, yeah. before but, he like, lived there, or did he move there after they met? No, she was over. She was over here going to school or something, and they met here, but. But anyway, the point was is that after after they married there, and then they stayed there for about a half dozen years, and then when they came back um, for a while, um, and we'll have to ask Mark about this when he gets back. But it's to- it was totally true for a little bit. It was like he would, when he got drunk, he would like start to affect a British accent a little bit. Like I was I like, know, you know that you're not from like there. Grew up like, in England, and when they would get drunk, they would start speaking British, but had moved here when they were you know ten or twelve. It's or an easy. It's kind of an easy. Easier way, like like a Texan accent is kind of you know like I get a little bit drunk and the the Texan really comes out. Can I can I say this and it's only tangentially related? Uh, but I used to work with a guy who was actually of Italian distraction, but he grew up in England. And I distraction with him. or extraction? Probably both. Sure. Okay. Like, anyway, grew up in England, wildly. very much like a London type accent, and uh, every now and then he'd have to ask for a guacamole. <laughs> I, thought, I thought you were going to say like he would get drunk and then a what's the matter you accent would come out like no he was randomly. I mean, like his name was like Giovanni or something but like but no he grew up in England and he'd, he'd be like may I get some guacamole that's, that's just <laughs> all your world's flying if you're an Italian guy that grew up in England who's working in a steakhouse asking for Mexican food <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's just yeah my I think it is a small world after all apparently turns out. yeah um, so. You know why we're here? I do. Uh, I've known it for twenty-four hours. About yeah. Uh, so uh, so yeah. My life has been uh, super hectic for me lately. So I haven't been able. To, I wasn't able to sit in last week. Played a lot of frisbee golf. Fulf. Yeah. <laughs> Fulf. Fulf? As, as it were. Oh, Fulf. <laughs> yeah. I get it now. Yeah. Um, which I think some people actually call that. But anyway, that seems like a, a road we That's don't need to go down. some lazy shit. But then again, they are playing frisbee golf. So. There, was a, there was a comedian who used to do a joke about how the abbreviation for July is J-U-L. He's like, you've got to be in a hurry. <laughs> like, J-U-L, period. <laughs> right. Exactly. Well, it, it kind of makes me think about, like, it's, it's, it's sort of similar to when people send you a text and they just type the, the letter U instead of the other two, two letters. letters. Yeah. It's a three-letter word. You can, you don't, why are you that You're lazy? You're not Prince, man. <laughs> yeah, so, right. And we're not going to, we won't, we won't talk about this a lot, but I will say that on two separate uh, sports talk related shows. I heard in depth discussions of Pokemon today. Like, like to where yeah. they where they. I didn't I don't think they realized that they were going off topic. I was like, "You're you're down the rabbit hole, buddy." Like somebody. Yeah. Po- what's the methadone for that? Pokemon like, has basically what Donald Trump has been to the news media for the last year. He's finally been toppled from his perch by this. Pokemon Go game is yeah. that what it's called too? By the way, it because is called Pokemon okay. Go. It is a that's, weird that's what I. Yeah. Anyway, I again, we don't. Have I'm talk not about paying that. that much attention to. And it. you know why we don't have to talk about it is because we're going to talk about a. Speaking of um, blast from the past, I. Uh, so Mark had originally chosen this week's record, and then um, I guess we were going to 
We were going to record last week, but couldn't. Um, yeah, so so now he is uh, across the pond, as the saying goes. And so, yeah, so I do the straw on this one, and uh, we are going to... Make it sound like it's such a... Such a an, oh, 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 uh, never mind. I don't. I was look, a I chore. A chore. You sure? I was gonna say burden, but well, it's so. Burden. So no, I don't actually think it's a burden at all. But I will say that like well, one you of chose a, a record with twenty tracks on it with about a day for us to. It was really long. <laughs> <laughs> it was over an hour. Yeah. So did you listen to it? Yeah. Yeah. All the way through. Not that hard. Finished like, it about an hour and a half ago. Yeah. Anyway, well. It, Whatever we do, let's spend the rest of the t- uh, podcast talking about how poor your study skills are. But uh, <laughs> that, or, you know, I have other things in my life. But you know, yeah. So years and years and years ago, um, specifically 1998, uh, I used to take, and this actually would have been a good thing if if um, if our buddy Chad was sitting in for this one because this probably was around the time that he was writing for um, CMJ New Music Monthly. Uh, rest in peace. That publication doesn't really exist anymore. Um, but uh, there were they used to put these little you know back during the day of the the, the heyday of the CD, and they used to put together these uh, mixtapes. And I often found at that point, at the very least, that they were it exposed me to some stuff that I wasn't hearing anywhere else. Oh yeah, I remember those. Yeah, yeah, they were great. Yeah. Like, they're really great, and I still have a couple of them floating around, and one of them. From 1998 has a track from the Gangstar record uh, "Moment of Truth," and I didn't know the backstory on that band. I just knew that I was captivated by that one song, and so when I and it just occurred to me this week, I was like, "That would be, that would be a track that really not only does somebody like it, and maybe none of us yeah, know it, but I, I don't know it at all." CMJ, like, but um, when you texted me that it was going to be Gangstar, I was like, "Well." I've heard of them or him or whoever that is. And, yeah. And that's about all I knew. Yeah. I used to be a big fan of Jazzmatazz, which is Guru's other, like, the like project outside of Gangstar. Um, really, so Jazz. DJ ja- Guru and. It was DJ MC, Premier. It was MC DJ Guru. DJ Premier and MC Guru. Yeah. yeah. No, no, DJ Primo Guru. and Guru. Yeah. But which, yeah. Which is like, the one that speaks? The MC. Yeah, it's MC yeah. Guru. DJ You're switching Premier. stuff around. Right. Yeah, Guru is the wordsmith. Uh, uh, Premier DJ Premier the, was the DJ, the turntablist. Yeah. But but Guru didn't do Jazzmatazz with Premier. Um, it was a si- different side project. But I was really into that stuff in the early nineties, like ninety three, ninety two, ninety three, ninety four. Um, but had never listened to Gangstar before. But, but anyway, it's Gangstar Moment of Truth, the record. Yeah, the record All is Moment of Truth by tracks of it. Yeah, and there and there are a lot. And and of course, this is one of those those deals where. Um, I knew that I wanted to poke around and find something from this act again because that that one track had captivated me so many years ago and I just never got around to exploring them. But the backstory in this record is really interesting for a variety of reasons, not the least of which is that, um, and it said this a few places, but it was like it had been four years since they put something out. And so this this was viewed as like by the band and I guess by their fans as like something of a like their triumphal return something like that and I was like four years like who cares like four years it's like bands go four years without putting out records all the time not in hip hop hip hop is a much more like I mean your lifespan in that genre is so quicker so much shorter than than other kinds of music because it moves so quickly like if you're not putting stuff out on a really decent clip I mean think about it right now like even like today like when people are putting out putting out albums like Kendrick Lamar you know 
put out that album last year, won a bunch of Grammys, and then dropped the mixtape within like six months this yeah. year. Like, well, Kevin, if Kevin, I if I ever won a Grammy, I would just bring a mixtape with me and then just drop it right there. Like, just get the award and, and then just dad's just, back. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, but <laughs> excuse me while I drop this mixtape. <laughs> Are you gonna pick it up? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Just the one time. Well, anyhow, uh, no. Actually, the the reason I bring up that it, you know I had such a short short time to listen to it is. I fucking love it. It's so good. Isn't it good? It's great. <laughs> it's really yeah. good. No, I yeah. mean, and like, like, I'm not really into hip hop. I'm not really into like kind of jazzy stuff, but if you marry them together, and this, I guess, isn't as jazzy. It's as not as jazzy. As but the, the samples are real. Sampling the is really good. The samples are really good. But it's fucking good music. Yeah, it's really good. That's what the it's thing that lyrically most, strong and the flow is good. Like, his voice is great. Like, his. Like, the biggest complaint that I heard about, the, that I read about this record was, um, was that. It, it was impossible to hear this one with fresh ears if you already knew their earlier material, which by definition is always always true. Yeah. But they were, he, the guy was like disappointed that he was like, I wish that I could hear this for the first time without hearing the other stuff that I Dude, loved I hearing for the first time. I got just in the last 24 hours. Like, yeah. I, like a lot of times, you know, it's, it's kind of a, a burden to listen to whatever we're going to listen to. I'm looking at Shane. Um <laughs> But no, hey, every this time was you like a shit, fuck, like more is gonna happen. So. This was like a fucking treat. Like, yeah, no, it's great. It's a lot of fun. So, um, do you guys want to? Let's go ahead and lay one of these down. Yeah, so let's to speak. To it. Uh, let's well, do. Why don't we start with like um, one song? The, so the track that captivated me low so many years ago was work. And okay. uh, I was just listening to that on the way here. Why don't great we? Song. Why don't we start with it? Are you working? What kind of work do you do? That's all my eyes can see. Victory is mine. Yeah, surprisingly, I've been laying, waiting for your next mistake. I put in work and watch my status escalate. Now I'ma start collecting props, connecting plots, networking like a conference. Cause the nonsense is yet to stop. Jake, shake me down. Haters wanna take me down, break me down, clap. All they heard was a sound. Yo, I scoped it out. I took your weak dream and choked it out. Your bitch don't really got no ass. She just poked it out on the D-Lo. I'm saying you versus me, yo. We can do this shit right here in front of your people. See time is money, kid, and BS walks. And to me, it's funny, kid, when you meet heads talk. I see Fed Star. They want to dig up the dirt, son. Is it me, they hawk? Because I be putting in work, son. Gonna be on tit up. That's all my eyes can see. Victory is mine. Yeah, surprisingly, I've been laying. So it always sticks with me when I hear that song. Uh, the, the networking like a conference line. Which is like, the funny thing, the thing that kills me about, uh, about Guru is that he came from privilege. Like, that guy, his dad was a judge, and his mom, like, ran, I don't know, like, it was like the Boston library system or something crazy. Like, they were both, like, oh, they were I both didn't know any of that, super yeah. educated. And um, yeah. he did not come from the hard well, scrabble streets of, yeah, he was, yeah. He was comfy. Yeah. And, but, um, but for whatever reason, the very first iteration of Gangstar, which happened in Boston, didn't really take off. And so he went to New York, and then he, like, in New York, where they hate Boston and vice versa, like, fully repped his, like, as, like being a Boston guy, and he hooked up with um, DJ Premier, or Primo, or any of the other things that they call him, yeah. who was originally from Houston, and used to be the, like, the DJ all the stuff at uh, Prairie View, and then he moved to Brooklyn, and those guys... He was uh, just outside of where we grew up. Yep. Yeah, yeah in, in Northwest Houston. So anyway... Um, a little bit of like tangentially, like a little bit of the Houston rap scene 
got involved in this act, and that guy's worked with a lot of people. Well, but I, I just think, thought, and I don't know how much this would have influenced them or not. Um, but I heard a little bit of like ghetto boys, but not quite as ghetto. Um, Scarface is on this record. Like, "Mind Playing Tricks on Me" is one of my like favorite songs of all of any genre. Yeah, ever. that's a good song, and it's basically yeah. what like an Isaac Brothers song that they just like drop beat. Yeah, and, yeah. And, yeah, rhymed over, but it's it's fantastic, and this reminded me a little bit of that kind of vibe. Yeah, so it, so I wanted to I wanted to share that little bit about about their background, sort of where they came from and how they came together, because it it struck me as the very least like not the cliche rap story that you always get, or like the hip hop oh, story. Oh yeah, like he was selling crack in the corner. Right, he was and seventeen then and went to prison a couple. Years, laying down you know. beats, you know, somewhere on, got shot a couple times. Yeah, got overheard in the hospital. Like however that works. But, but these, uh, <laughs> these are like horrific things that happen well, in people's lives. But they, they are, but, but we're just like, yeah, 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 yada, 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 with the fucking got shot a couple. That's horrible stuff that happened to some. It, like, it happens to a lot of people. Well, I, yes, it's it does happen. Like a, a lot of like, <laughs> it's, it's, like classic uh, rap bios. If it, it happened to anybody, it's bad. Yeah, no, I it's mean, bad. it is part of and definitely has been trumped up. I think a lot of people are out there that have been, and I'm doing air quotes, shot. Multiple times that never fucking. Well, I wonder, yeah, if some of that stuff is not actually true. Yeah. Um, yes, anyway. I don't think you need to wonder anymore. I think I'm gonna go ahead and yeah. burst that bubble for you, buddy. Wait, is Santa real? <laughs> yeah. The the uh, so the other thing the other thing that the other reason that I sort of bring this up is that uh, I feel like, and you guys were kind of already moving in this direction before we came out of this little this segment, but I feel like lyrically, like part of the part of the interesting thing about this act is that guru flows really well but he's not for all the bravado that's in here it's not bombastic it's not as bombastic as some other stuff that you know it's not at all like yeah i mean yeah no it's he's, there's a little braggadocio in there but it's not like hit you over the head with it obnoxious this is yeah. during the time when the 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 east coast west coast like divide oh, yeah. mattered and there was a there were there was definitely a more cerebral tag of 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 uh well and always of uh, lyrics being being you know I always felt like and, and that's about. why I always gravitated towards like like whenever I would listen to hip hop which wasn't often but I if I heard something I liked it was inevitably from the east coast yeah well it was just there was a lot more interesting stuff in my opinion but what, and well and the other thing is uh what I was getting at is with the lyrical content Shane this feels like this should be your playground yeah like, I love it man like, I I've, I was like I, I've been a guru fan for years with that, like I was saying before, with that Jazzmatazz stuff, and I always meant to get around and listen. I mean, I've heard some Gangstar stuff, but very little over the years. But he's he's a he's a prodigious talent. I, no, I just think it's hard to write something that's compelling and and paired up with flow, and then to have the fortune to have the producer that he does in Premiere. Like, yeah, you know, that guy is a fucking. And it, isn't it great to hear? Uh, really good scratching like there's just something oh, that's yeah. like no, it's a little no, bit been lost in, as of late it ha- well in mainstream rap for sure yeah it just sounds so good this period of time too i mean all of the 90s pretty much i mean excepting maybe 93 through 95 as much as good musical ear candy as that is in a lot of ways the stuff that was really popular like started to edge back up i think in 97 I, you know with the wu-tang clan and you had nas and and uh, you know this stuff, and like really interesting, um, but uh, but for you know uh, uh, Fuji's like really the really great Diggable sample planets, based production, yeah. um, and they had a there was this there's this sound that and you can hear it on some of this that you you're like there's this 
like that it just reminds me so much of like that that first DJ Shadow record where like just there's just this really like introducing introducing yeah where there's just this really enveloping warm but almost mysterious sample based uh, collage stuff the other thing is is like it's really become I, I feel like it, <coughs> this is completely unscientific and I can't yeah there's I can't make it numerically true but it's like I feel like uh, the phrase like kind of the idea of putting in work like being a hard worker and like achieving and like usually like that gets that gets shared a lot as like kind of a athletic achievement thing and I think it comes at least in part from here from this from this song it's like the idea of like you know it's like work being the the the, the, the work. synonym yeah. for being a badass like mm, yeah mm-hmm. yeah I see what you're saying yeah. So anyway, a yeah, little bit hard of to quantify, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Dope track, Kev. Hey, hey, thanks. Oh God, don't ill remark, don't, Ryan. Don't, don't do don't the don't start. do the pathetic <laughs> white guy things. Yeah, don't. <laughs> but it just it would just happen before my eyes. I, I want to make one comment about this album, and I, like I found it thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyable. But I started to check out about halfway through, um, and it happens sometimes even to the even the hip hop well, that I love the most. It's too long. It's, it's like so. Two it's records. too long. Um, it's yeah, right. So what what I ha- what I did was I went away from it for about a half hour and came back, and then I was right back in it because I really it started to run. To, and hip hop does I just that. Didn't have time to listen to the whole thing in one. No, no, no. But I'm saying like for me personally, like my attention span, like in hip hop, like. Um, it starts to it starts to you know starts to get a little blendy sometimes, no matter you know the beats, no matter how differentiated they are, you know from track to track to track, they're still somewhat similar. I didn't and think this this record was blendy at all. In fact, like I, I, no, I actually no, read a little bit, you, a couple of reviews, and like the, the only thanks for cutting me off when I was starting to say something. But go ahead, go ahead. Oh, finish. No, I don't want to be a dick here. Finish. No, 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 no. Go, go on. Like I, I, I didn't say, say is, it was blending. Like the only things that I saw that people said negative about it, it was that it was there was it was too uneven. Like they didn't sound enough like each other. Well, I don't know if that's where you were going. Or no, not. that's not where I'm, what I'm saying is that hip hop in general, it's, it starts to. Um, it's like if you scratch an inch for so long, you get a little bit numb. No matter how good the songs are, after about halfway through, they, I started to be like, ah, I'm just over hip hop stimulated. Had to walk away, came back, and I was right back in that place, and I loved it again. Well, and I do think to your point, Shane, it's like the, you know, the, if there are whatever twenty tracks on the record, it's like they're not all. They're not all home they're runs, all pretty, but they're, they're, they're all pretty they're, good. Like it's a, it's a, it's there's a just not a lot of variation beat wise. I think well, with me, and there's a bunch of like really introspective, like kind of um, deep shit on here. Even if some of it's a little, like I said, braggadocious. And then there's a song about shopping. <laughs> yeah, 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 there is a song about shopping, and it's like, and that one's kind of up in your face too. Which kind I of mean, I think up, musically like, it, it's it's kind of fun and funny, but yeah, sure enough, like out of nowhere. Uh, it's like make some money and go shopping. <laughs> yeah, well, literally, it's about going to the mall. Yeah. So, so and then and it's like, full of like brand names. <laughs> like that song is just full of or that track's full of brand names. They should have toured with Tiffany. Uh, yeah, maybe not. I, that's a probably a great idea. Yeah. So, um, so I I do think we ought to spin another one. I don't know if I want to do the mall track. Well, no, we have to but be like kids, but, check it out. Yeah, <laughs> um, the title track is pretty badass. I agree. Yeah, all right. Let's do that one. This uh let's let's get into some moment of truth. 
They say it's lonely at the top in whatever you do. You always gotta watch motherfuckers around you. Nobody's invincible, no plan is foolproof. We all must meet our moment of truth. The same shiesty cats that you hang with and do your thing with could set you up and wet you up. Nigga, peep the language, it's universal. You play with fire, it may hurt you or burn you. Lessons are blessings you should learn through. Let's face facts. Although MCs lace tracks, it doesn't mean behind the scenes there ain't no dirt to trace back. That goes for all of us. There ain't nobody to trust. It's like sabotage. It's got me ready to bust, but I can't jeopardize what I've done up to this point. So I'ma get more guys to help me run the whole joint. Cultivate, multiply, motivate, or else we'll die. You know I'll be the master of the who, what, where, and why. See when you're shining, some chumps will wanna dull ya. Always selfish, jealous punks will wanna pull ya down. Just like some shellfish in a bucket, cause they love it. To see your ass squirm like a worm. But just as you receive what is coming to you, everybody else is gonna get this. Sometimes I say that my only crime is that I'm too damn kind. My only I, one. I, I think. Uh, yeah, it's I like think you should a make a hat that just says that on there. Yeah, yeah. it'll be like your "Make America Great Again." Oh, that's that's what I envision. I envision yeah. the way that that, that stupid My only crime is I'm too, I'm too damn, damn kind. kind. Yeah, yeah. That's what. I, and it just had to be like a. I guess clearly a really wide hat. Yeah. Well. Uh, yeah. I guess so. Or a really small font. Yeah, just um, <laughs> something it something can be that like you, a sombrero, and it just goes all the way around it. You get like time. cowboy hat, some kind of hat. I don't know. It's 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 like a boot, a cowboy boot. I don't. Yeah. It's all it's all super complicated. Um, Did anyway. you you know what I think is really interesting? Um, fun fact about this movie: uh, the the opening track. I can't remember the name of it. Movie album. No 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 no. This al- this album. I'm sorry because I'm thinking about a movie. This album's title, title, not title track, opening track, was the like the song that played over the credits, and it was and the single off this record. I know, but it, but in the Lincoln Lawyer, <laughs> oh yeah, the Matthew McConaughey movie. Yeah. I have not seen that movie, but I was like, what? Like I read the Wikipedia thing, and they're like, yeah, yeah. But I thought it was really funny. Like that's there's very there's very little information that you can find out about this band on Wikipedia. But one thing you can find out is that that song was in the Matthew McConaughey movie, The Lincoln, the Lincoln Lawyer. Lawyer. It's like yeah. set in the South. I mean, it's like a, it's a Grisham film, right? Like a John Grisham. It sounds like it should be. I thought you would also appreciate that they had a song and uh, they had a track on Eight Mile. Uh, well, that's less surprising. Yeah. Uh, that's it's called slightly battle. less surprising. And I was like, I was like, they should all be called battle. That's all that movie was about. It was battling. I didn't well, see I mean, that movie. If I'm not mistaken, maybe I made this up, but I think I'm not. Um, Guru like used to do like rap battles and whatnot or whatever they call them. Oh, I could see that. Rap, I think a, rap offs. Lot rap think. offs. <laughs> <laughs> I think a lot of rappers <laughs> did rap offs. He he used to flow competitively. Yeah, as it yeah. were, competitive flow, which is. It's nothing to do with menstruation. Like, oh, gross. <laughs> Jesus. All right. Anyway. Uh, all right. Well, we're 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 kind of at the midpoint. You guys want to do the? Who's got the intermission today? I do today. Yeah. Let's uh, play let's, some intermission let's music. Play some intermission music. Spend a few minutes with. Who's got uh Who's got it today? Shane's got it. Yeah, I got it. I got it. Um, well, you should get that cleared up. <laughs> thank you. I really appreciate that. Yeah, I'll put. A, I'll get. I'll get some cream. Um, a salve, maybe. I was waiting for you to say that. Yeah. Salve. Yeah. yeah. 
I, yeah, I, that word, you know how people feel about the word moist is kind of how I feel about the word salve. Well, and sometimes salves are moist, so it's perfect. That's true. I have no, I have no. Are there non-moist salves? <laughs> like a dry Yeah, salve. sometimes. That doesn't sound very salve- that's, soothing. That's hey, let me just rub this on you and scratch some sand into you or whatever. It's, just, it's mostly gravel. I will tell you this though, we got this we got this anti fire ant cream a few years ago and like um it did have like like tiny little pieces of apricot shell in it to like scratch that as you rub the salmon. Oh, so like yeah, help the itch. Oh. Yeah, so it kind of Is that like a Whole Foods thing? I don't remember where it's it, Tom's of Maine. Uh, <laughs> yeah, because that stuff always works. Um so you know, I was thinking uh not everybody loves the Beatles. And um, I mean, I certainly do. I think in everybody in I mean, this I room does. I mean, I know people people who like the Stones better, which which is, is ridiculous, fucking insane. Because but, because yeah. it's 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 object and and like I don't just it's I don't know if I know anybody who just doesn't like any Beatles. Um, Michael Nowlin, I'm pretty sure, bartender at Nomad, he just doesn't like the Beatles, which is ridiculous because that's like if you listen to the if the just the White Album itself, you're basically dealing with. 22 different bands on just one it's album. It's very variated. Uh, it's it's ridiculous. Um but but I was thinking um like god, well like it just in in amazing solo careers for the most part. I mean nowhere near, you know, the height. There are some high highs and some but but very few low lows as low as um in my opinion as I got my mind set on you by George Harrison, oh, yeah. which came off of his not his peak 1986 album Cloud Nine. Yeah, that was the comfortable retired version of. Uh, yeah, I didn't but, know that 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 song was uh, um, a cover song. I didn't know that until just now. Right. Well, why don't we go ahead and watch that video, and when we come out of it, we can talk a little more about I, I got your I got my mind set on you. I got my mind set on you. I got my mind set. Song is uh, not even three minutes and thirty seconds long. Doesn't it feel like it's, a, it's significantly feels, longer, feels than, longer that? than that? It much, much, much longer. Isn't it funny that like it's contrast between like some stuff that you only heard for a short period of time and this song, which you've known all the lyrics to forever. One of them seems like I mean, there's a lot of material for one of them, and it goes by pretty quick. And this song, the three minutes and change, feels like literally. It's, it, yeah, yes. Yeah. What was the joke? Like Jeff used to, my buddy Jeff used to tell a joke uh, that he told he told somebody that if he only had six months to live, he would want to take a certain college class again because it would feel longer, like a fucking eternity. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Which is probably I don't know from a film or something, but uh, it's actually it's a, a stand up. I'm trying to remember his name now, but he had a brief sitcom career. Like, yeah, flamed out. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. So this song is this song is long. I will say though. 
what production value? I mean, <laughs> like, well, the, the, be, uh, the best part being definitely when there was the a dude that did a backflip and. Uh, well, okay, so let's let's sort of sort of sum up. Like most of the video is him sitting in a chair strumming a guitar while in a, like a home library of some sort with taxidermied animals on the wall and, and, a, and a cockatoo. And, yeah, everything's just kind of moving like it's like a, a, a it's like there's a there's a series of like strings or something and they're just pull, like the the books move a little bit the and grandfather the, clocks edifice like yeah. goes up and down yeah taxidermied uh deer and uh, warthog wild, wild, yeah, wild boar i think maybe something. like also chime in boar they sing one, they yeah. sing set on you and then right in the middle of it uh i think that was a stunt george yeah what yeah, no, no. I, I've I been going back in, and forth. They brought in like Patrick Swayze <laughs> and like just kind of didn't show his face. Some dude does a backflip and then a spotlight comes on him and and he's uh, you know supposed to be George Harrison. He starts doing like Patrick Swayze from Dirty Dancing. Yeah, basically stuff. Dirty Dancing mo- maneuvers right in the middle. And then of jumps back into the chair and it's George Harrison again and he's strumming a guitar. Strumming the guitar. Yeah, it's literally like just about the laziest video you'll ever see, except for that part, which is not him. It's just like, about the laziest. Hey, but can I say this one thing? I was thinking about. I was like, uh, okay, that song by the way went to number one in the U.S. Man, that's gross. Number one. Well, okay, it is. It is one of the weaker songs in the Beatle or former Beatle canon for sure. However, I would listen to that song on rotation, like one after the other, uh, rather than listen to "What's Up" by Four Non Blondes, even yeah. once. Yeah, sure. Yeah, but I mean, if I, you, if there, if I, when I die, if there actually is hell, that's what they're gonna make me listen to. Do you, do for you feel eternity. like the like it's "What's Up" by Four Non Blondes? What's up? Do you feel like that, like you know, whatever that on his deathbed he was like, he's like, he's thinking about like, you know. Hey, I wrote "My Sweet Lord" or whatever, and you know, maybe well, that he occurs. sort of wrote that. He got sued for it. Well, I know we we've yeah. talked about all yeah. that. Yeah, but anyway, the point being is like he wrote he wrote he wrote he put together a pretty inspired record. Oh yeah, and then like and he'd get like two songs. Per I'm gonna Beatles get to the record. bit. Yeah, and then and then on his deathbed, uh, somewhere in the hospital, there would be playing <laughs> this song. This song. <laughs> I mean, yeah. like, damn it! <laughs> it was his. It was his third and final the, number one. This is the one they played his funeral. Says that mourners solemnly walk past the so casket. I guess it was like, <laughs> like some obscure song from maybe like that the mid sixties or so, or no early sixties, like sixty two or some shit. I don't know. I don't know, but it makes me feel a little bit better about it that that George Harrison that hadn't sunk that low yet. But you know, but here's the interesting. He seems fine with it. Like it, like the, in the, the video stuff right around this time was really good. It was good. Um, but Je- I think Jeff Lim produced this, and he produced that stuff too. And it, boy, is this oh, some, yeah. it, this is some nineteen eighty six sounding stuff. It was from like this is right the last dying gasp of like where like dads were the people that drove the music business rather than teens. Like this is why like like Eric, yeah, this is definitely not marketed. Er- to- Eric Clapton and uh, George Harrison, and you know all this like Tom Petty, Tom Petty, and like like it was like you know white dads. Like they had, they had, you know, it was the as the music industry was slipping through their fingers and going, you know, that they, they have no, no hand in it these days at all. But uh, but at that time they did, and um, lots of people like this song. There's 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 not a lot going on upstairs in it, and it no. sure does say the same. It, you know, well, re, I, would, I just wait, rem- he's I, got his mind. What, what is it? <laughs> I just re, I just remembered the fucking Weird Al Yankovic version of this song like it was uh this song is just six words long i think like the song is just six words, words long. long yeah 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 so yeah, it works it's about right yeah anyway 
Yeah, it. Uh, it thank has a, you. It has a lot in common <laughs> with uh, "Moment of Truth" by. Um, I usually oh, try to to do something linear. Gangstar, yeah, sure. Well, can we can we get back to it? I reckon. I think we should. All right, let's do it. This is from the Sputnik Music Review of of this record. Kind of kind of lays a little bit of background, and I figure as we get back into it, it'll probably be good to set the table. It says, Picture 1998. Hip-hop landscape has changed dramatically since Gangstar's previous release, Hard to Earn. It went from a voice for the impoverished and the, imp- and the oppressed youth to almost exclusively an outlet for money-making and financial gain, at least mainstream-wise. Admits this, dr- this is their take on it. Amidst this dramatic change, the now legendary and highly revered hip-hop duo worked on their fifth studio release. Producer DJ Premier updated the jazz-oriented sound and expanded it to include a more orchestral and occasionally ambient touch. Guru, the emceeing aspect of the band, uh, built on his previous efforts by speaking in trademark monotone fashion on more social issues... Etc. 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 The combination of off-kilter horns and the occasional wailing female vocal sample, topped by a gritty dumb drum beat, easy for me to say, blended with Guru's smooth delivery and superb rhymes, uh, proved to be an intoxicating mix. So I guess the point here is, if there is one, that uh, that according to this reviewer, that it was kind of this this mix of a little bit more, a little bit more of a jazz infusion. Than they had had even in their previous work. A little bit less, I think he was saying. He updated it, like changed it around. You think so? Oh yeah. Yeah, I read. I read that review too, actually, and they, that one was like a five out of five. I think. I, I actually think yeah, that yeah. that that. Uh, he just says that he updated the jazz sound. So yeah, I guess maybe that's right. Maybe it's maybe he's just picking his battles a little bit more carefully. I just um, I think that that is. I'm so proud of whoever that writer is for Pitchfork. Finally, like it wasn't Pitchfork. It was oh, I thought it was Pitchfork. No, it was Sputnik. And in in fairness to Pitchfork, this was you know this record came out in '98, so I don't think they existed yet. Yeah, but they go back and they do stuff all the time. Yeah, this is one they haven't found religion on yet. But they have covered. They have covered. Well, uh, they covered subsequent record. I didn't actually read that review, but they referenced this. Whoever wrote that review is I couldn't have written it better myself. Yeah. That. I, I thought personally. I mean, like it pretty much describes everything that I felt about about this album. Yeah, I mean, the interesting thing for me is that like this is one of these. This is one of these. Another one of these albums too, where it's like there's so much art that goes into the back end of creating these, which is like just like if you you can spend five minutes and find a list of like every sample that's on every track, and. uh and it's not as simple. Like I had to like go and look. It's not Paul's boutique because but there there are lots of samples. Here. I know, but they're they're integrated really well. They're integrated you, really well. That's... You can't necessarily tell that they're samples, right? Um, and I I was actually looking around to see like how much of this is actually like organic live music, and I wasn't able to find like. Well, that's what I was saying about yeah. about uh, that's a lot of why it reminds me of DJ Shadow. I mean, DJ Shadow like winning the Guinness Book of World Records is the like the most selling the most albums at that time without having a note of original music on it um i, I imagine there's some, it, some there's some original uh instrumentation on this but i don't know that to be true for sure it sounds like dj shadow to me and yeah. it, and it's well, i know, I know it's really on, sample at least on a, like a couple or a few of these songs it's like one sample that they just loop and 
Well, if you go and on put a beat on and rhyme over. If you go and look on Wikipedia, um, like those are the samples that you notice the most. I mean, if, if you go, especially what's the what's the first track on here? Um, you know my stees. Yeah, you my stees. By you the know way, does anybody know what a stees is? No, that was the but this was, that was the single stees. off yeah. this record. Yeah, it's a great fucking song. But if you go and you look on Wikipedia, that song that that song, which there's one major sample that you notice over and one major melody that you notice over and over again that goes through the whole song. But there's like six or seven samples they built that song out of. It's on Wikipedia. You can see. Yeah. Like you I mean, we don't notice all those like how like what it's you just, it's just you it's, said integrated. Well, it, yeah, exactly. Uh, like it's just done to where like you wouldn't notice if you weren't paying attention or I don't even think if you are paying attention you notice it all the time I mean like it's it's just you know integrated is a really good way to put it you know part of the reason why I I didn't know the whole backstory either on um, Guru's passing but and it's not like oh, that, and, they, and they like had a big falling out yeah apparently they did like well that's of, but there's a there's a they did have a falling out but then the letter that was released after he there's some controversy about that whether or not uh, you know Solar like released that and uh, I don't know. Like, oh, you're talking about when he was in a coma and then supposedly came out of it and wrote a letter to his fans and then died. Yeah, yeah. It's a little like the timeline on that is well, a little. He's like, I don't want my former DJ to have anything to do with my likeness, my music, my you know, blah blah blah. I mean, it's it's just been very controversial. Like, even a lot of his own family don't believe that he actually wrote that. Yeah. Well, did they check the handwriting? Well, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> did they bring in a handwriting expert? Uh, like, well, it yeah. could have been dictated and typed this, on. This a should be like an episode of Law and Order. Yeah, I guess if you if you if you watch any true crime, like anytime there's a suicide note that's typed on a computer, you know that they didn't do it themselves. I just always imagine that those have like yeah on those shows that like that happens like. The, I would love it if they if they would just cut to the like. The Doogie Hauser outro, where it'd be like the hunting tech on the little like computer from twenty five years well, ago. He's got a medical degree, he's like this child prodigy, and yeah, he, he types, he types like, terribly, like a word a minute. Yeah, exactly. Well, I don't know. I mean, I mean, have you ever seen doctors' handwriting? I mean, like I, they can't even like handwrite. I don't know. You would think he would have an assistant then. Okay, like, fair enough. <laughs> Somehow we landed on Doogie Hauser, but uh, yeah, Kevin, yeah, what, what other track would you like us to uh, sample? So, if you will? so here's yeah, here's oh the thing. God. It's like <laughs> <laughs> it's keeping it in the family tonight. Attack of the dad stuff. Jesus. Anyway, um, sometimes just just for groans. Sometimes they're just for groans. Anyway, um, I would say they and frankly, like here's the thing. Then we'll treat this like a pageant, like. I really loved the militia. I wish it could be the winner. Are we going to deliver a it, sash it, it at did, some point? It did not get a rose. We're not handing it a rose. Um, yeah, there are there are a bunch of these tracks that uh, that that I really get a kick out of. And um, but the one that I think would be fun to uh, listen to a little bit of is uh, let's do the rep grows bigger because I think it's I feel like that is that's that kind of encapsulates this band saying we've been around for four years, but. We're coming back and we're stronger and living large. Well, it was eighty nine when. They well, it's been. I mean, the point yeah. being is like it's I misspoke. Like it's been. It's been four years since the last record, but this one's going to be bigger. Try to get the door. Never make mistakes, always come correct. You can 
say I'm sort of the boss, so get lost. You do your first bit of dirt to get your name known. You never talk too much to get your spot blown. Now you're no longer just a face in the crowd. You're getting so much respect that niggas might as well bow. And moving up with your hustle like you planned it. Breaking dough like the world's greatest bandit. Always got one eye open for the stick up kids posting. So much cream chumps they can't understand it. Ladies flock to your jock like it's golden. Curious to test the weight you be holding. But you ain't got no time to be chasing felines. If she's the chick that you pick, then she gets chosen. People treat you like your ghetto royalty. And all your staff shows you utmost loyalty. You've paid your dues. Refuse to lose in this scenario. The rep grows bigger. You're a legend and a hero. So the question is, uh, here are the samples off the the rep grows bigger. Uh, anybody catch uh, Jeff Beck doing come dancing? What is no? No. Oh, yeah, apparently that was in there. Uh, off was that a Kinks cover? I don't know. I don't know. Um, off the books by the Beat Nuts. I heard of them. Yeah, have you? Yeah. Uh, listen to the man by Kevy Kev and AKB. That was me. That was what I was doing. Kevy uh, Kev. That's yeah. what you were doing in was, the early '80s. I was Kevy Kev Being when you would disappear for two weeks and then <laughs> yes, show back up. Where has he been? Well, clearly he's he's, yeah. he's leading a secret hip hop life. Um, Cream by the Wu Tang Clan. I'm not shocked that they sample Wu Tang Clan. That makes sense. And uh, Fake and Jacks by. Uh, what was that I, main piano motif? It sounded like it should be in like three pan, three penny opera. Maybe that was the Jeff Beck thing. Or? I don't know, but yeah, now I want to go dig it up just to see what it, what's what. But yeah, like this um, podcast is not that long. No, it is not, and it would not make for a terrific list. Like, oh yeah, so right. You, like, you go in the other room and look it up, and Ryan and I. Have, so hey, so how you been? Right, oh, you know, it's all right. Been working a bunch. Yeah, it sounds yeah. good. Yeah. You? Man, I'll tell you what, it's really weird. Like uh, earlier today, I did five loads of laundry. This is true. My dryer broke, so I had to go over to my neighbor's house. Uh, you guys are killing this podcast. Are so, we? Yeah. So, so yeah, point being, um, that that track was, uh, you know, lyrically, you know, it's there to like kind of signify that we're back and, you know, and if, if 20 tracks didn't do it. And frankly, I just think that it's, it's, it starts with this weird um, series of shout outs from someone who goes uncredited. They're like a female. A female. There's who, a lot. Of, pretty much every song starts out with like a sample of some kind of vocal, like a conversation or a voicemail. Yeah, or, there's, uh, a, there's a lot of little, uh, I don't know. I was actually. Insights. A, well, I mean, I, <clears throat> looking at it as, as 20 tracks, I had to trackle, uh, trackle, had to tackle in the next uh, 24 hours I was like well maybe some of these when I just fir- first heard like some of the conversation between the tracks it's like oh maybe some of those are gonna they're be just like little, gonna be little things little 20 second yeah. snippets nope I thought um, the same. I thought however the same thing I did love the entire record so yeah it was damn good this is one of the better ones we've 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 listened to on this show well I was I was happy to be able to help somebody drop some beats thank you I'm you know I feel like for sure like I'm definitely gonna bring back um I I owned that first Jasmine record. I think maybe at some point I should I should put in a a, a pick a Jasmine They had four of them. Well, this reminded I, me that that I wanted at some point to pick a Most Def record. Um, who oh, sure, it was I, great yeah. too. Well, and, yeah, and, and Primo and, has worked with that I'm, guy I'm, I'm and gonna, a lot of others. Yeah, I'm but, not going to do it like super soon now that we've just tackled this, but yeah, um, but definitely at some point I, I want to get into Most Def. I'm saying definitely. I will say that, like for whatever reason, 
there was a there's like a brush fire and they shut down part of uh, Highway One Mopac South today. And I anyway, it took me two hours to get home. What is usually a thirty minute drive. And uh, listening to this album, it I had a very like uh, the Michael Bolton character in Office Space. Like I had one of those moments where I was like doing the head bob, and then I'm like looking over, and I just expect I was like the people were like fraud. But uh, that, that yeah, that did I not, did kind of that think that because like yeah, I mean like I was driving around like I, I smoke, so I have my window down, and I'm blasting out this. You know, it's not quite gangster rap, but you know, it's it's, it's got, got some attitude. It's got a one foot in gangster rap, and but one you guys foot feel like that way because you don't listen to rap. rap that this much. is the I reason mean, that rap that's is the like been the universal up. music now for well, you know, fifteen years. Yeah, but yeah, even if that's true, and I believe, sure, I believe, let's say that it is. Like uh, we'll go for me, that. well, for me, well, the, here's my point. Like the reason I brought it up, like the, I was having this weird Michael Bolton moment because uh, I was like. You know, every time we do one of these, like, I was like, I really dug the shit out of this record. And I was like, I, why haven't I, like, why haven't I made myself go find it before? And so that was, it's just my, I am going to slowly chip away at that facade. You and I I kind of approached, I I think we approached this in a similar manner. Like, I I think of, like, records that have kind of been on my hit list at some point that I've just never got around to. Um and you came about this in like a, a really good, genuine way. Like you heard a track from it, you thought it was great. Like, it just always stuck with me. Yeah. Wait, what is a non-good, genuine way to come about it when you want to torture? The I don't know. Do like the show to with impress you? a chick, or uh, like okay, that would be a non-genuine way. Okay. Or, yeah, or fine. for the purposes of this show, like who are we trying I to could, impress with this fucking show, though? Well, well no, apparently, but, like a I don't know. Well, here's here's my point on that front. Is. You know. It's it's different than it's different than picking this sheerly to torture the other people that are doing the show. Like I just right. picked, picked it because I was like, I literally don't know very much about this record, but I did. I really Shane love that has song. Has nefarious work. intent oftentimes when he picks this record. Occasionally, not as often not as you think. Yeah, they're, they're, but those stick it's out very rarely. It's the ones that stick out. Yeah, and it's usually usually those like three weeks ahead of time. You're like, oh, have I got something planned for you, dudes, and then that's when. That's when we start to be concerned. So, um, who's got current affair this week? That would be me. All right. What is it? What's it going to be? Well, I don't. I don't think I mentioned it on air, but I actually shazammed this band twice uh, in a row. Not in a row. I would have noticed that, but like heard them like at one point, and then like a week and a half later, heard them again, and I'd only heard the song once, and I was like, "Oh, this is really good. I should shazam this and save it," because like new music is the hardest part for me to come up with because like i don't know well we talked about the we talked about a little bit about this during one of the breaks but it's like people who make shazam you know who work on that app tell us if we've already pulled it down once i do that every now and again too and it just serves as a reminder i was like oh i must really like what, this it'd be like a big splashy like hey dumbass or just like or just like you know thumbs up you already got this one stupid idiot well like, i mean I, I didn't save it to like my shazam app or sounds whatever. like that uh, but I did save it to my uh, memos on my phone. So anyway, did that twice. Uh, I apparently like it that much. It does have a video, um, which we will now presently watch. And well, tell us what the band is, and uh, the we'll band is come back uh, with the video. Quilt, and they have a song called Roller. Good evening, everyone. I'm Ari Povich. Welcome to this special edition of A Current Affair.
that song was over four minutes long, and can I tell you that it just went by so like, much quicker than, than I've got George my mind Harrison. set on you. I mean, <laughs> that George Harrison song was about two minutes shorter than that, or at least a minute shorter than that, and it seemed interminable. And that that song, like, I, I didn't even count how going. many words are in that song. No. And can I also say, like, for anybody who, uh, if you haven't gotten a chance to to catch the video, do catch the video. Please catch the video. Do catch the yeah. video. It's like a, it's like if The Shining uh, was directed by Wes Anderson, but he was like really into Dada. I was I was like um, I was like Thanksgiving <laughs> at the Kubricks is weird. <laughs> like, yeah, it's pretty good. The Shining with the Wes Anderson. Yeah, yeah. No, and that's an an app description. But um, but anyway, yeah. It's a it is a it's a, this, first well, of all the track's great. I didn't know the track no, at no. all. No, and, and like I mean, her voice has a passing resemblance to Liz Fair. And oh no no no! I mean, I can see that, but she can stay on key. <laughs> Liz, well, yeah. I can't even listen to Liz Fair anymore. I just heard her on the radio the other day, and I'm like, what was I thinking in the '90s? Like this woman, like. I like I like her second record quite a bit. Uh, I don't need. Well, that's a whole other yeah, conversation. That's a whole different conversation. Later. But there, it does bear a passing resemblance to it. And then, like, she and then, like, and initially when that song starts, I'm like, like if if Liz Fair was fronting Elastica. Now this is not exact. No, no, but no, it definitely like I hear the mid '90s stuff. It sounds like a deeper. I was gonna say it sounds like a deeper cut on like a like an Elastica or Sleeper album from like 1995, '96, mm-hmm. um, which is a like. Kind of a little bit, another little sweet spot for most of us here. Like, oh yeah, oh with yeah. The, so. With the like weird ingenue lead singer. Yeah, too bad like, she's yeah. not attractive or anything. Yeah, um, no. Ooh, yeah, just ugh. she's wafy. Um. Anyway, and as I said, uh, anyway, while we were like, watching, uh, like I mean, orange Jello makes an appearance, like hitting the floor. Um, yeah, there's children a, with light amazing bulbs on heads. light bulb hat, light bulb helmets. Yeah, they're yeah they're like the they're two two kids wearing like almost the equivalent of tinfoil hats. Did like you guys except except there's about twenty light bulbs on them? Did you notice that the one girl is holding a microphone and recording the fire? No. I did not notice, man. Like I, I feel like you could watch that like five times in a row and get something different from it every time. Like some pathetic grad student is writing his dissertation on this right now. <laughs> he might not be that pathetic. Maybe but. not that pathetic, but. Um, well, but then you'd turn it in, and then they go like, well, what was your subject material? And you'd be like, watch this. And they go back like, I don't know. Who well, cares about your term that, paper? Don't think that that shit doesn't happen, man. Like, I, oh, took, yeah. I took a class where we one of our required readings was somebody's published essay, like five single-spaced pages long, or maybe even like five double-sided, on why the song Rock Music by the Pixies is the greatest fucking song of all time. <laughs> there was an old, there was an old, uh, this is, this will date this shit, but there was an old Todd Berry bit about uh, MySpace. And he was like, basically, without doing the whole thing, he basically said, you know, he's like, I didn't re- I didn't realize, for example, that, um, he's like, I learned some things on MySpace. I didn't realize, for example, until I read this, that um, Donnie Darko was the best movie the greatest of, movie of, of all, all time. time. Yeah. I, I, I remember I, seeing it and liking it. I just don't remember that it was the absolute best movie like ever. Zenith of all film. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, be careful what you read on the internet. But do watch this video. Like I, I'm, 
my life has been augmented. Oh, yes, it was good. And, uh, and I should also mention before we're before we wrap things up that if you want to send us notes or uh, there's a record that you want us to cover, you have thoughts about uh, what you've heard or what you want to hear. Two additional platforms uh, that we don't always talk about. Well, I mean. I was going to say, email. hit us up on email at message somebody at gmail.com. And, then, and Facebook. And Facebook. Yeah, we're on Facebook as well. So look for Somebody Likes It on Facebook. Uh, you can like Somebody Likes It. And yeah. Be redundant. <laughs> yes. Right. That's a good. That's a good redundancy, though. And I'm and in favorite. that situation, they don't cancel each other out. You just got two likes. Should we get two likes for every like? Maybe. Uh, sounds, do you? How many likes is it? Never mind. Who's I'm okay? Gonna, so I'm not going to join it. I'm not going to three join. likes. So the you next. Know, so next time we get that's next time we get you. back together, whose turn is it? It's mine. Mine. Do you what know do you what, what, do you what are we doing? Oh, dude. Okay. So speaking of shazamming something, so I heard this. Uh, I don't know if he's new or I don't know, but um, so I just Shazam the song and um, it was off of this album Elvis Presley by uh, Elvis Presley. Oh, I hear that guy did some things. So, so was it his first record? So it was the debut album by Elvis Presley. Um, I didn't actually Shazam. I, I'm it, intrigued to uh, sure. hear what you'll have to say about that because I, I love this era of Elvis. Yeah. I've never listened to a whole album. Well, you know, we all know I don't. I'm not a big fan of the 50s. Or yeah. early rock and roll, but I love Elvis's voice. Um, and also, I was just more into the hip gyrations, but uh, sure, me too. Who wasn't? Right. I mean, that's why they showed him from above the waist, so my boner didn't happen. But <laughs> exactly, no, when you weren't born yet. Just weird. But but uh, but I just uh, I think we're way past due before we listen to an Elvis album on the show. So that's probably true. Like, and we can't do Beatles because I think we know all the records. So. I do have. I actually, there's one Beatles record we we could some do. some of the early Beatles. I don't. I don't know Magical Mystery Tour at all. Oh, I know that record all I, the way I, okay. Yeah, I know. Kevin well. does too. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. that that's the only one that we could do for me. I think I know like two songs off of it, but there's a bunch that I don't. Let it be. Also, I don't know that. I don't know that well. But no, I know that one. Yeah. So we'll do. So we're gonna do the first, the eponymous Elvis record. El, well, there's Elvis Presley, and then the second record was Elvis. But I think Elvis Presley, we can. All right, so, right, so before we get together next time, grow your sideburns out, uh, bone up on uh, Colonel Tom Parker stories. Yeah, I'm and, gonna get uh, a nudie suit. Does everybody know what a nudie suit and is? Then, and then, no. and then for next week, everybody gets a Cadillac. Like, that's the way that, that works. Yeah, the nudie suit was like uh, the sequin jumpsuit thing. Yeah, I this know. is like way before that shit. I mean, we're not No, I know, about I know. This, like, everything you're saying is like in the 70s, but... Well, we'll we'll talk about we'll I'll talk about the Elvis. legend of Elvis. I think Colonel Tom Parker was around. Back Tr- then. Colonel Tom Parker was okay. So he was the aspect that was around during that whole time, right? All right, kids, let's get out of here. All right, I'm Kevin. I'm Shane. what? Go. I'm Ryan. I'm Shane. This is somebody likes it.